0: For Monday, June 8th, 2020, this is Did You Wash Your Hands? We're a podcast from WABE answering the questions everyone's asking during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm health reporter Sam Whitehead. Today, lots of people have been hard at work to keep our healthcare system running during the pandemic, many of them behind the scenes.
1: We have to make sure that the patients have clean landing, Make sure the sheets are clean on the beds. It's like we're right beside the doctors if you think about it.
0: Janesta Hadley has worked at a healthcare laundry facility in South Georgia for more than a decade. She'll share what it's like to do that work in the time of the coronavirus. That's next. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we.
1: Support for WABE's local coverage on maternal health and mortality comes from Georgia Health Initiative, whose mission is to inspire and promote collective action that advances health equity for all Georgians. Learn more at GeorgiaHealthInitiative.org.
0: Gowns, towels, sheets, washcloths. Hospitals go through a lot of linens in the course of caring for patients and many of them outsource cleaning them to healthcare laundry facilities. It's dirty work, but a key part of what keeps our healthcare system running. Janesta Hadley has worked at a healthcare laundry facility in South Georgia for more than a decade, and she joins me now to talk about what her job has been like in the midst of the pandemic. We're here today, Janesta, to talk a little about your work, but I wanted to talk about you first. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: I Was born in November of 1969. I am a mother of three. I have a 31-year-old. I have a 29-year-old. And I have a 10-year-old. The two adult children has moved out. But the 10-year-old is currently at home with me. And I have a 9-year-old grandson that I also take care of. I was born in um, Quitman, Georgia, but I grew up in Columbus, Georgia, because my father was in the military. I later graduated from Kendrick High School and moved back to Valdosta, Georgia, to attend Valdosta State University, in which I graduated for accounting. But it got old to me, and I moved on to another field, which is the laundry field the healthcare field.
0: Tell me a little bit about the place where you work. What happens at a healthcare laundry facility?
1: What we do is process the dirty linen from the hospitals and other healthcare facilities. We have truck drivers to go out to the various facilities and pick up their dirty laundry and bring it back to the uh, plant and Then we have a guy that loads the dirty linen off of the trucks onto the floor. I work like on a conveyor belt. So at the bottom of the belt, there's three guys down there that receive the linen and they take it out of the bins and they send it up a conveyor belt, which is about seven or eight of us that's on this conveyor belt that is sorting the linen that they're dumping out of the bags onto the belt. And, after we sort it and put it in different bins, we have guys that's taking it out of the bins, and they're sending it in a washer. It goes through the washer, and then it goes through a drying process and then it is put into more bags that is taken onto the floor to fold and is pushed back in our shipping area and the shipping area packs the linen to go back to the businesses according to whatever they ordered.
0: With everything that happens at your facility, um, it comes in dirty and leaves clean. I mean, it's it's as, maybe as simple as that, right?
1: It comes in very dirty <laughs> and it leaves clean.
0: So you're really seeing this stuff at its dirtiest. Tell me a little bit about what that looks like. Describe to me the kind of things that you've seen come in front of you on your conveyor belt.
1: With are source orders, which mean we see the linen at first hand at its dirtiest at its nastiest and trust me it is very nasty we have on gowns and two sets of gloves and sometimes we have on eye equipment to cover our eyes because some of the linen is wet like i said we're standing on a conveyor belt And like each person is responsible for pulling out different types of linen. Some are responsible for pulling out just the flat sheets. You have one person responsible for pulling out the fitted sheets. And you don't know what's in the linen. You you really don't until you start sorting it. And we have found needles that has been contaminated. We have feces on the linen on a daily basis. We have um, found body parts in there. You name it, we've seen it all. We're dealing with the linen. That's definitely coming from the coronavirus. And we don't know what linen has coronavirus on it. And that makes it even more scarier. Because there are a lot of single parents there. But single or not. Dealing with the coronavirus, it is very dangerous. We can't stay six feet apart because of the way the linen come up the belt, that's not a requirement that we could do because we're constantly moving.
0: This sounds like kind of intense work even when we're not in the middle of a pandemic. So so what have things been like for you for the last few months? Has it been harder to go to work knowing that you're potentially dealing with Bodily fluids on a regular basis. Has it been harder to go to work because, like you said, you, you don't have really the ability to to, to separate from from people? Um, just just tell me a little bit about how the last few months have been for you.
1: My job is very hazardous, but the fact that the coronavirus is alive, it makes it even harder to go to work because we don't want to bring it back to our families. So the fact that we're sorting the coronavirus and we don't know the difference between the regular hazardous linen that we're sorting and the coronavirus because it's all mixed in together, it makes it harder to do our job, but we have to do it because who else is going to sort the linen? Who else is going to uh, make sure the hospitals have clean linen? It's scary because... It's already bad from the beginning, but just to know that some of this linen is from the pandemic it is scary. We have been wearing face masks because we just don't know. <laughs> I mean, we 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 just don't know what's coronavirus linen and what linen isn't because it's all mixed in together. We're uh, sorting this linen like the day after. Is being used sometimes the day of it being used from the hospital, depending on the distance that the facility is at. So it's it's very risky right now.
0: Have there been any any cases of people getting sick where you work, and has your employer put in any kind of like other means to help detect cases? Like, have you been tested? Is your temperature being checked? Talk to me a little about that.
1: We haven't had. Um, A case of the virus yet, thank God. We do have a nurse when we clock in to check our temperatures. And if you have a temperature, she will write your name down and let the plant know. But she's sending you back to the hospital to get tested. And we've had a couple of cases where the temperatures were high and they had to go home and quarantine themselves. They went to the hospital to be checked. And then the hospital quarantined them for 14 days. We've had uh, several, probably like maybe 10 cases of that.
0: A number of hospitals here in Metro Atlanta and across the state have actually had a reduction in elective surgeries. They've had fewer people coming in for things that are elective. They've seen a general decline in business. Has that trickled down to you at all? Like, have your hours been affected in in any way?
1: Our hours have greatly greatly been affected because of the various hospitals that's not able to do surgery that took a lot of our business away from us so we're only getting like half a days right now maybe I'm expecting it to pick back up but for like the last month maybe that's a month and a half we've only been working half a days so our income has been drastically dropped because of the virus.
0: What does that meant for you and your family?
1: That meant that a lot of us are struggling right now to pay our bills because when you are on a fixed income, it's, it's hard to adjust when that income declines. i just say it like that. It's It's very hard, especially for me as a single parent. I pay my bills according to my full 40 hours, so by me not being able to get the 40 hours is hard because we're not able to get hazardous pay or any type of compensation through my job because they just don't have it. They don't have it. Business has dropped for them, so they don't have it to give to us, and it's just a I guess a matter of just readjusting and just paying what you could pay. Okay, I' get you next time that type situation. And the fact that you have to go to work because you're not making but 20 hours, but, hey, you got to have something coming in. We didn't close because we couldn't afford to close. I mean, if we had to close, who was going to clean the linen? Who was going to make sure the hospitals had clean linen?
0: What kind of keeps you going? What helps you get up in the morning and go into work and keep doing this?
1: The support of my family. I have to support my family. I have to work. And yes, I could go and I could get another job somewhere else, but who likes to job hop? Like I stated, I'm 50 years old. I'm trying to retire. So I hope and pray that nothing happens to me, that I don't get stuck, that I don't catch anything. Prayer. That's all I can tell you. Prayer changes things. But yes, the drive that I have to support my family. Like I stated, I have two little boys here that I have to support. And I have to make sure they have a roof over their head, that they have food on their table. That's my drive, just to make sure that they have, that they're comfortable. No, they don't have everything that they want, (laughs) but they have what they need. I'll put it that way.
0: People go to the hospital. They think, "Oh, healthcare is only something that happens here." Certainly, there are doctors and nurses there caring for people. But there's this whole other side of what makes a hospital run that that you are distinctly aware of because this is what you 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 do every day. So, do you ever think about that?
1: Yes, we do. We constantly think about that. Um, it's like we're right beside the doctors, if you think about it. We're right beside the nurses, if you think about it, because we have to make sure that the patients have clean linen. The hospital has clean towels. Make sure the sheets are clean on the beds, because if someone goes in the hospital and they see, well, hey, this linen is dirty, they're going to freak out. Nine out of ten, they're going to want to leave. I feel like we are really overlooked. As important as we are, we're really overlooked. The hospitals, the doctors, you're going to tell me that a doctor will actually remove a patient off of a bed and put another patient back on that dirty linen? No, they don't do that. You think about the number of patients that they go through within the run of a day. And that dirty linen is just thrown over in a bin, which sometimes we get 30 or 40 full bins of dirty linen from one particular hospital. So I feel our job is just as important. To me personally, I feel our job is just as important as the nurses.
0: Do you feel like you get the respect (laughs) that you deserve for doing the important work you do?
1: I don't feel like I get the respect that I deserve working at a healthcare facility. I do not. I feel like we are underpaid. We are overlooked. It takes a lot to go to my job knowing that, first of all, this virus is going on, knowing that I could be stuck on a daily basis with a contaminated needle. We, we're just overlooked, by me and I, I, I really don't, I really don't like it. We don't get enough recognition. My department, which is, like I said, in the soil department, the soil sorters, we see it all. We see it all.
0: Janesta Hadley works at a healthcare laundry facility in South Georgia. Did You Wash Your Hands? is a production of 90.1 WABE Atlanta, where ATL meets NPR. You can reach us with questions, comments, or controversy at washyourhands@wabe.org. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app, where you can also leave us a rating and a review. And you can find more stories on the coronavirus pandemic at wabe.org coronavirus. If you haven't recently, now might be a good time to go wash your hands. I'm Sam Whitehead. Thanks for listening. The world is full of mysteries. Are ghosts real? Is that yogurt expired? Hey, the unknown can be scary. But when you donate to WABE, you know where your money is going.